I'm board-certified New York City plastic surgeon Dr. Darren Smith, and this is Plastic Surgery Before and After, your source for the real deal about plastic surgery procedures, news about trends in aesthetic medicine, and candid sessions with industry insiders. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Today we're going to be discussing the best way to get a flatter abdomen. This is a very common question from folks that have been trying very diligently with diet and exercise and just aren't able to achieve the abdominal contour that they're looking for. The liposuction versus tummy tuck debate basically comes down to what is causing the abdominal bulging in the first place. And this is a question that's most easily addressed from an anatomical perspective. And by that I mean there are essentially three layers that affect the shape of the abdomen. And the most obvious one, the outermost one, is the skin. And beneath the skin there is fat. And beneath the fat there is the abdominal wall, which consists of muscle and connective tissue. And the most important muscular component of the abdominal wall is the rectus abdominis muscle, or the six-pack muscle. An issue with any one of those three layers can cause an undesirable abdominal contour. So, first of all, in probably the most common scenario we see in our office, there is simply an excess of abdominal fat. If that's the case, we can perform liposuction. And with liposuction, we're making tiny, well-hidden incisions we are introducing numbing medication and then using a special long thin instrument called a cannula to carefully sculpt out and suction the fat that we no longer want to be present. In these individuals that have nice strong abdominal muscles and good skin elasticity, simply removing the fat by liposuction will result in a volume reduction and the abdominal skin will simply shrink wrap itself to the new flatter abdominal form and an excellent result can be achieved with liposuction alone. On the other hand, if there are issues with the other layers of the abdomen, the abdominal wall musculature or the skin, liposuction alone won't do the trick. Specifically, If there is an issue with the muscular abdominal wall, meaning abdominal wall laxity, or very commonly in the case of postpartum women, the presence of a rectus diastasis, which is a separation in the midline between the two rectus abdominis muscles, uh, liposuction alone will not result in a pleasing abdominal contour because you'll still be dealing with the bulge caused by the rectus diastasis. Similarly, if there is not good skin elasticity present, which again may often be the case after pregnancy or in those more advanced in age, simply performing liposuction won't address that issue either. And in fact, you may end up with a less pleasing abdominal appearance as performing liposuction alone in these individuals will result in a decrease in volume. However, the skin will not shrink back uh, to a good shape, and you'll be left with waviness and rippling that can be unattractive. It used to be the case, until recently, 
that if there were issues at play beyond excess abdominal fat, a tummy tuck or abdominoplasty was the only reasonable way to treat those issues, specifically erectus diastasis or abdominal skin excess. Now, however, there are several technologies available that can allow us to treat um, minor to moderate issues with the muscular layer of the abdomen as well as with abdominal skin laxity, which we'll discuss in just a moment. However, for truly um, severe cases of abdominal skin laxity or uh, abdominal wall uh, issues such as rectus diastasis, abdominoplasty does remain the gold standard in treatment of choice. So let's discuss that one first. With an abdominoplasty, a long, low incision is made from hip to hip. Excess skin is removed. Often liposuction is performed at the same time as the abdominoplasty to achieve a very nice contour by simultaneously addressing fatty excess at the same time as we're addressing the skin excess and abdominal wall laxity. And then the abdominal wall muscles, the rectus muscles, are sewn back together in the midline to treat the rectus diastasis. And this sewing the rectus abdominal muscles together in the midline is called plication. So by following these steps, the abdominoplasty allows us to address skin excess, fat excess, and a rectus diastasis of the abdominal wall. Now, I mentioned earlier that less severe cases of both abdominal skin laxity and abdominal wall laxity can now be addressed by more advanced modalities, which allow us to take a less invasive approach, often in conjunction with liposuction. Specifically for mild to moderate skin laxity, we've been having a lot of success with radiofrequency energy, specifically with the body tight system. And this device simply passes through the same very small access incisions that we use for liposuction and heats the skin in a very controlled way, causing um, collagen and elastin formation and an improvement in abdominal skin elasticity. Now, for a weakened abdominal wall, we have been seeing great success with M-Sculpt, which uses HIFEM, or highly focused electromagnetic energy, to stimulate the abdominal wall muscles and build significant muscle mass and actually treat rectus diastasis to some degree. So the bottom line with abdominal wall contouring is that it is fairly nuanced and every situation is very different. So a consultation with a board-certified plastic surgeon is an important first step in designing a treatment plan that will help you achieve the results that you are looking for. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe, share the show, and head over to DarrenSmithMD.com for more real-world plastic surgery talk.